Quality Hair's Free Salon Education Podcast starts now. Featuring Matt Beck, Christina Cavalcanti, Brian Hare, Dre Bolin, Thaddeus Bolin, and Danielle Downs. Today's episode is powered by MinervaBeauty.com. What's up, guys? Welcome to Splitting Hairs. This is uh, some episode, but it's Splitting Hairs. January 17th of 2018. Thank you to everyone that is joining us live on the show. We really appreciate it. Uh, start posting your co- uh, your comments. Start posting your questions in the comments below. We're on Facebook and YouTube. We're probably going to be most likely to see your questions on YouTube because we're watching those. Um, so if you're watching on Facebook, run on over to YouTube. It's uh, fscyoutube.com. Um, also, I want to say thank you to MinervaBeauty.com. They are uh, the sponsor of the show. Um, and they're also... You making sure it's your cup? <laughs> I made sure when we were I was pouring. Checking. Yeah, yeah. Um, they were all washed, though. So that's good. Um, so, th- yeah, thank you to Minerva Beauty. We actually have some pictures of our salon that we're going to share uh, with you guys because a lot of you guys have been asking what the new salon looks like. So those of you that haven't been seeing the pictures on social media, I want to talk about them and also want to talk about the equipment that's in them uh, for Minerva as well. Uh, so if you guys have any questions about that. I'm here with Drea Boland, Brian Hare, yep. Daniel Downs, Christina Cavalcanti, and Thad Boland. Uh, Thad has not had this job since episode two, but Thad has... Oh, I got sound effects. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to remember why you haven't had this job since episode two? <laughs> so... I, Go I was, back and watch that gem. I was going over with Thad um, earlier today, like how how to do it and stuff, because it's obviously this is a little bit more advanced than uh, episode on two, an iPad. right? Yeah, the iPad sound effects. Yeah, and he was like, um, the sound effects are bigger, greater, and louder than ever. <laughs> so I show him how to um, play the intro song, right? And he's like, from across the room, he goes. I've realized that when you mix two songs together, it sounds really good. And I'm just thinking to myself, <laughs> oh no, this what is did, I just discovered the start? mashup. <laughs> and so well, it's great. Well, I was specifically talking about two songs that are on. <laughs> yeah, it's the only two songs. He mashed them right together. And it's a, that's a hairdresser thing though. Like we get a new product, it's for this and you use it completely a different way oh so. that, hold on well, we have to i found a really good too. quote on that that i loved okay and i saved it because i thought it applied to what we do it oh that's not it that's britney spears there it is uh learn the rules like a pro so you can break them like an artist Ooh, okay Pablo that's Picasso. a good one Picasso. hey chris there's no uh, yeah. video <laughs> i think th- oh, there we go sorry about that that's a good one i think the no, it, that's, okay. that's got it. Uh, that has a lot of jobs now. Um, He's like an octopus. Like, I'm <laughs> and you guys broke. No, you're fine. So um, the I think that that's a really good thing because a lot of people break the rules before they understand, like fully understand the product. Um, because I remember when we were in the education, we're going to talk about this stuff in a little bit, but when we were in education, we would get together as educators. They would present us with a new product and right away people were trying to alter the way that you use it and not realizing that they're literally, they're just trying to teach you how to use it first um, and not saying like, you know, go be creative until you master the product. So right. I think that's a good saying and I think it's a good lesson to those of you guys that are out there and are in school 
to master the basics and the fundamentals first and then get creative because you're, you're not going to be able to really be creative. Um, you'll end up the sword guy lighting hair on fire on Facebook. I mean, I don't know about um, you, but I, I kind of feel like I know things that are like more like predominant about the product than the people who actually created the product. Well, that's a, that's a, I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I, I was don't, like, I don't support, wow, Thad, you really went, I, went for it. I, I don't support that statement at all. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, the first thing I want to bring up, I want to show the picture of the salon. So, um, you guys work in it every day for the most part. True story. What, um, tell me about your thoughts since you started. When did we, we got in there November? The very end of September. Oh yeah. Okay. Very, the very, like the last couple of days. It's a blur September. for you. It was. Okay. So, um, so we've been in there for a few months. What is like, what's the difference? <laughs> I mean, really there's barely any. <laughs> About 4,000 square feet. Right. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think what I love about this space is that we've got, it's, it's got a really nice older feel to it. Like there's really great craftsmanship in the construction of the house and then using this furniture, we were able to have that really cool juxtaposition of like modern and cool mixed in with the the rustic and classic at the same time. And it just lends itself to just a, like every single client has said, and not even on the first time, every single one has said every time they come in, just how much they like the feel of this place. Yeah. And it, I completely agree. I, I love coming into this every day. I agree too. It's like, um, you know, when we were coming up with ideas, it, it was very difficult because you would walk into that room and it would be full of wood. It was a wood ceiling, wood floors, like everything. It was painted kind of like a, a yellowy color to the walls. It was a yoga studio and, you I know. I used to do yoga there. Right. And, and so when Christina, we started talking about different ideas and on Christina was talking about getting that color chair and, and those are, I'm sure that that color chair is not a super popular color on Minerva's website. Um, I would assume it's not the norm to get it, but when she said we were going to get that chair, I was a little like, uh, I couldn't even really picture it. <laughs> and when then she was telling me, I was like, how is that going to look nice? I know. Like, so, <laughs> and then I can tell. When I walked in, I was, I was like, like, Oh, okay, cool. Ah, yeah. That's okay. Right. You had the vision for it. Christina. You <laughs> yeah, knew. she knew. So I think it's just really cool that, um, it all came together so well. And Minerva, you know, the fur the thing I like about Minerva is that the furniture is affordable. Mm -hmm. It's not lots and lots of money. And then, everybody can customize their stuff. So those mirrors are also from Minerva. And we looked all over the internet trying to find double-sided mirrors that we could hang that were and enough. that were heavy enough. That didn't yeah. move. Because a lot of stylists that I've talked to that actually have hanging mirrors on chains, they're not heavy. So you guys know a little bit of a blow dryer. Yeah. If it's a lightweight mirror, it goes swinging all over across the room. So the good thing is it's a nice heavy quality mirror. And then Christina actually kind of customized it by painting some gold on there. Um, and you know, just made it our own, but it was affordable as well. So just really cool. I, I think the color bar came from Ikea. Um, and that was something that I had a broken foot. Christina put it together by herself as well. So it's one of those things like literally people think you have to spend so much money opening a salon. And even though this place is a more expensive place, opening the salon wasn't that crazy. A lot of people are like, you need a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars to open a salon. It's just not realistic. Uh, when you're a smaller salon. So 
Um, even what do you guys think about the color cards? I like the color cards because there's a lot of times where I will have more than one thing going on. Mm-hmm. So it really, I don't know if you can see them in the picture or whatever, but my, my favorite thing about it is that there's little like recessed holes for oh. each of the color bowls. So yeah. it's great when I am doing balayage, I'm not chasing the bowl all the way around, pushing it when I'm trying <laughs> to like scrape that thicker consistency color out of the bowl. Like it just holds perfectly still. Right. And it's great because I can have four different things well, at once. I like it because there is a space for the bowls, like you said, but also you're not taking up space on the tray where you want to have your Bali wrap or your foils or anything like that. There's spaces for everything, so it flows a lot nicer. Right. Do you guys want to tell them a little bit of where you store things and how you work in your stations? Because they have some questions about that, just looking at the picture. Yeah. Oh. Well, what I love for me personally, like if you're looking at that picture, my chair's the one that you're like looking at the mirror. Mm. Like I wanted that one so I could see out of the skylight. And my stuff is in the right middle drawer of those <laughs> six on the the counter. Yeah. So what I really like is for each and every guest, I completely reset and I put everything back from the blow dryer to the scissors. So every single person that comes in is getting the feel of, you know, the the sun is rising and setting for them. Like I'm setting up for them. I'm breaking down after them. And I think it just adds a little bit. I, like, I think it, it brings it up a notch to kind of match the kind of service that a room of this aesthetic kind of requires. Yeah. Well, and also by taking out individually for each guest that you have, you eliminate the clutter that in, always builds up at a station yeah. just because people get busy. You don't always put stuff back right away. But by not having an actual station station, we really remove that clutter so it looks cleaner throughout the day versus... Yeah. It was it was weird as hell at first because that was, so was a lot of extra steps like to go back and forth for every comb, every clip, every... Yeah scissor but I knew if I trained myself to do it it would become second nature and by now it has like I'm just so used to it and it's great because you know now (laughs) what we used to have for our color bar you had about this much space to mix color and like someone's food was here and like Every there was just so much, and now like I can lay down on that color bar and mix my cola, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. My color if I want to. I've seen them do it. Yeah, there's just space for everything because we're not on top of each other anymore. Yeah, but and as somebody that's new, and obviously I wasn't in the other space, so I can't add in that respect. But I love how the color bar itself, everything is compartmentalized because you have like these little tiny drawers inside of the bigger drawer so like there's a little slide out just for you know the mixing stuff then there's the one under it that has all of the brushes like you can just find everything so much easier yeah and like brian said just keep it a lot neater and people like to see that that as he said you're resetting each time and because we go through we clean everything afterwards it's a fresh brush it's not like it's wadded up with a bunch of hair right and they're looking at it like oh put that on me it's not clearly sitting there that just got done being used on the last person like you went to the drawer and took out a brush and got ready for that and we went back and forth with this because we actually we had that kind of system 
a while ago, like mm-hmm. six years ago, we had that, you know, clean the brush after it was used or whatever. Then we went into, we got the stations from Minerva that had a lot of drawers in it. So everybody kind of so had like their stuff. something to put in them. Yeah. So everybody had their brushes and it's just, it's just a reality that happens when you have, you can store something away quickly. Right. That you it's, hiding. yeah, that it's going to become a brush with hair on it or the, the, like it's not going to get cleaned out as much. So, well, cause when it's only your problem, if yeah. it doesn't bother you, then you let things go. Right. I got to put that so brush back true. because there's all these other people that are going to reach in that same drawer possibly for that. So it yeah. kind of forces you to clean it. Yep. So uh, in the color bar, we supply the brushes and then you guys can go in and get them and make sure that it's a clean brush and all of that. So I, I just think getting back to this salon got us back to those systems. And I think it was a big transition doing that. Um, like you said, getting used to it. But also, I just think that um, getting back to doing those systems and making sure that we clean up after every guest and then it's kind of resetting. Like you said, it it worked out really well. And then the next room that we have is the parlor room. We're not going to go through every room in the building today uh, on this, but I wanted to talk about the parlor because Thad spends the majority of his time in there. Um, I do. And it's also something that we're trying to grow as a a company, uh, more of a branded, uh, the parlor, which has the barber chairs. Um, these also came from Minerva and the stations came from Minerva as well. So I'll make sure after the after we um, finish the podcast, I'll add the links to all these different products in the, in the description of the video. But, um, you know, this is a cool, I know that you guys all spend time in there. Mm-hmm. You've all cut hair in there. So uh, let's talk about that for a minute. Thad, do you want to talk about your favorite things for a sec and then... I definitely like the the mats. Like the mats are great because uh, it's, it's nice and, and easy on uh, the knees. It also um, allow with how the station's set up, it allows uh, my client to like check out the football game or see like what's going on uh, in the football world while I'm cutting their hair, which is very popular right now it in is. Philadelphia. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's oh, a oh, big yeah. deal. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it, everything's like like really easy. Like I have the like the drawers set up so that way like the clippers are like right there. I have the metallic uh, guards which the stations are metal on the top, so they clip right on there. And cool. Yeah. So. Uh, the other thing that I like is that that like we call it the parlor. We didn't want to call it, call it a barber shop because we really do want um, it to be a short short hair room. You know, like so women can go in there and that does a lot of women's pixie cuts. He actually has probably the biggest pixie cut clientele I've ever seen. I would second that. Yeah. Yeah. So he a lot. You have a lot of women they get their hair cut in there, but you also have a lot of women they get get their hair cut in the salon. And I have a lot of guys that get their hair cut in the salon. And uh, I think Brian and Drea are the same in that, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So we kind of let people choose the environment that they want, and that is that's the goal with the two rooms. Yeah, I've like I've had I've had a couple of guys. Some just prefer the salon, like they just like that space. Yeah. And I have one or two that only want to go to the parlor. And then there are some that I just ask, I'm like, where do you want to go today? Yeah. And then grab my stuff out of my drawer and haul it on over. Yeah. And I bounce back and forth because I cut women's hair and men's hair pretty much at the same time. So like if I'm coloring a woman's hair in the salon, then I'll bring the guy to the parlor. And then it's almost like I'm not, I'm double booking, but you would never know because I just kind of go back and forth from room to room. So, Do you guys feel that the barber chairs um, are too high on their lowest setting of these? Um, somebody has a different brand. 
No, not at all. No, I haven't noticed. Do you that feel at all. that, Thad? I haven't seen it. Um, I have. I do have a couple like really tall uh, clients, but uh, I haven't had an issue. I actually uh, think that most uh, salon chairs are too low, so yeah, might be. Well, and the other thing um, with the barber chairs, the only thing I ever notice if I have a short guy in there mm-hmm. and his neck is basically where the headrest is. Um, so I'll remove the headrest. It comes right off. Yeah. But and I, I set it aside that, uh, on purpose. Yeah. Cause like that would definitely be embarrassing. Like if you had to have like a grown up, like sitting on like one of those little kid booster thing. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think that that's like, you must be this tall to I, enter the parlor. I've never had one problem with it being too short, but I've definitely, you know, take, I take the headrest off with some of my guys so I can get, you know, underneath. But I feel like one of the things that I have changed about how I do men's cuts in there versus normally, I feel like I'm further away from the mirror. So I stopped using the mirror so much for like, I mean, maybe like checking just as a check, but not like I, I definitely find myself being much more into like their head and what's going on while I'm doing it. Okay. Does that make sense? I'm yeah. Say. Like well, I rather mean, than depending so much on the mirror, I'm depending more on like what's right in front of me and then just kind of checking myself in the mirror. Yeah. Versus like just going through the motions, looks fine in the mirror, blah, blah, blah. Like I, I find myself <laughs> more involved. Well, and that's the whole point of how we put the mats. Like when we first set it up, originally we had the mats behind the chair, uh, kind of so you would stand facing the mirror. And then the whole point is so you have the guys kind of facing out, watching the TV, you know, talking, like the whole... The salon is a very, you know, obviously there's talking that happens in there, but the the salon is, you know, a relaxing place as well as talking. In the barbershop, it's relaxing, but it's also, you know, the guys are talking back and forth. Yeah. Um, And so, I mean, they're both the same in certain ways, but I think the, um, you know, there's a lot more one-on-one conversation with the guys both sitting in the chair talking about the sports game that's on the TV or whatever. just seems to be kind of a cool environment. I yeah, guess. It's always funny when there's uh, two guys in there and they start asking me questions about what I think is going on in football. I'm like, <laughs> touchdowns? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Field goals? Well, wow. even just walking from the salon floor over to the wash house, anytime that any of the new female guests come in and they see it, they're like, oh my God, my husband would love this. Or yeah. My boyfriend. So just the look of it looks inviting to a lot of people. Right. And I know for me, even just seeing the chairs themselves, I was like, I've never wanted to do straight edge shapes, but now I want to learn how to do that just because of these cool ass chairs. Yeah, we're we're actually uh, we're in the process of figuring that out right now because I actually um, just bought a new razor too. You did? Yeah, it's from a company called Black Widow, which is probably going to surprise a lot of people that know me that I bought something that has a spider on it. <laughs> That's probably yes, it doesn't. That. No, 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 no! Like, like, like <laughs> I don't want anything to have spiders on it. Like, like. Oh, really? Yeah, no, no, like, like. I, so I, I guess you have I, to. He's like, petrified of yeah, them. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't like, know like, that uh, either. Yeah. I was like, I think no. I know you decently well. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, no, no, you had I'm, such I'm, arachnophobia. I'm who, uh, if you see a spider and it runs behind the fridge, and if it's a big enough spider, you're burning the house down. You know what? That that all makes sense now because Dad was flipping out about. Behind our salon is like a whole jungle gym of like workout <laughs> oh, equipment yeah, for like true. outdoor stuff. And Dad saw a spider in there. I and saw a brown recluse. He said, I know. He's like, it's a brown recluse. And, he was, and he was going around. He's like, there's so many spiders back. I'm like, dude, who cares? It's the woods. <laughs> it's the woods. Like there's a lot of spiders. Chupacabras back there. Who cares about <laughs> some spiders? Oh, I don't care about the chupacabras. I know. It's, that's, I... Uh, again, until this <laughs> moment, I didn't yeah. know. No, all it's all making now, sense. All, all the pieces oh. of the puzzle are... Uh, 
Yeah. I have a feeling you're going to wish I didn't know that. <laughs> I'll cut sure. your hair off. All right. So I hope you guys like the look of the salon. We'll, we'll share more. I also, uh, you know. Wait till you see the bathroom. Yeah, the bathroom is <laughs> great. No, it's. I'm we also went from having one bathroom that you could barely fit in to having three, to having three bath, good sized bathrooms. So yeah. it's just a big, it's a big difference, but you know, um, it's, it's great. And we've been working in it now f- since October. <laughs> Apparently. All right. So um, now we want to get into uh, some questions. So Danielle's new to the show. Um, she had, she was on an episode back in the day, went over some different hair, uh, had some people ask questions. Now um, you've been, this is our fifth episode of the year or something. I don't even know what day it is. I, I'm not sure. But it's Danielle um, has been getting some questions about transitioning from one salon to another and just some different things. So why don't we... Um, We'll just answer a couple of those questions now. Okay. So the first question, I don't see the name up here, but it basically, she said, good evening, Danielle. <laughs> She's a big fan of your work. Um, also happy to see that you've joined the team of Free Salon Education as they were a huge, large part of my improvement and my journey to becoming a better stylist. I'm reaching out because I would like to know, um, do you have any advice for a stylist starting out in a new salon? I want to do haircuts and colors, but I think when people look at me, they only assume that I do natural hair and sew-ins, and I want to break out of that mold. It was hard for you to get that. Was it hard for you to get that first initial client? I'm having a hard time getting the ball rolling. We are in a very populated area, but it just seems harder to get walk-ins, which is what I need to create content to post on my social media. Okay. Okay, so that was from C3, uh, I don't know, C3 St. Lavi, something like that. Maybe that's why I didn't put that in my Yeah. But she had asked that, and I had showed it to Matt and Christina. For oh, the she's simple. on. Sorry. Oh, she did. Hey. Hi. Cool. <laughs> Thank you. Question live. <laughs> well, one of the reasons that I had told Christina and Matt about it was because I know that feeling. Like, it's kind of weird when you go in, you're the new person, but also you literally stick out as different from everybody else. So it's not so much that you're. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> he blends right in. But, um,. It's just about the courage to put yourself out there, know your craft, and just have the confidence to let somebody try you out. Even if they have their reservations and you can kind of feel that tension in people when they're a little bit nervous and you're nervous, but you just rely on what you know and your craft takes over and you impress them. Like yesterday, for example, I did one of the local servers here at a restaurant and she's complaining about how her curly hair she can never find a hairstylist that can get the curl right and also remove enough bulk for her. Mm-hmm. So we had talked her into it collectively as a team. Yeah, We so, harassed her. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so she comes in. Yeah, she knows me from going in a couple of weeks now, but she's still nervous. I'm new. I'm about to chop off her hair. So by the end of it, she's literally in every mirror. <laughs> also, our product wall that has mirrors on it. She's checking herself out and that like, oh my God, it's finally the way that I want. Oh, that's You've awesome. delivered. So again, it's just putting yourself out there and seeing what happens. Okay. Tell your awesome. other story with what the you're going to do my hair. 
I like that one. Well, one of my very first new clients here, um, she came in for a blow dry. She asked for somebody that is experiencing curly hair and she wanted just smooth, even though she had a keratin. So she comes in, looks at me and says, oh, you're doing my hair? And I said, yeah, that's what we do here. Come on back. Have a seat. Let's talk about what you want to do. By the end of it, we got to know each oh, other. Shit. <laughs> By the end of it, we got to know each other. We had a great time. Her boyfriend was with her. He's touring around the place like, oh my God, it's great in here. Can I have a beer? <laughs> we're like, sure, go ahead, have a seat. So they're like, oh, we're here all the time. We live in Jersey, but you know, we come here for vacation, all of that, and definitely going to be looking you up again. Everybody so, in New Jersey got to win over. It's like a thing, yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. We, I know you guys live in New Jersey, we're, we're, we're but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a bags. Southern boy. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. I think one of my favorite things yeah, okay. about watching Danielle work is she's so relaxed behind the chair, but she just has this confidence that like shows through that she's in charge. She's got this under control. Still waters run deep, Drea. I know. <laughs> I know. Nice. But like, it's not in a bossy manner. It's just a very matter of fact. It's very like, I, I would never argue with Danielle while she's doing my hair whatsoever. I would never even question whatever she was doing. She'd be like, I'm giving you a mohawk. And I'd be like, yeah, okay, that's fine. Okay. She's very I'm calm Brian. and informative. <laughs> right. Very calm. You know, I did. she knows what she's talking about. I think that makes mm-hmm. people feel comfortable right. because she, she knows her shit. And I think that that doesn't <laughs> come from the fact that you've been doing hair for 15 mm-hmm. years. That comes from the fact that you've been studying hair for 15 years, right? Yeah. We've been in education together. You've, you know, you know what you're doing. So, and it's just like everybody else, you know, like that's, that's the most important thing. It has nothing Definitely. to do with how many years I've seen people doing hair for 25, 30, 40 years yeah. that have not grown since they're five years into their career, you know? So I think that, um, no matter what the situation is, uh, I, I see that like, that is somebody that, um, you know, when I'm somebody, uh, he is somebody, when, <laughs> when, when somebody comes in for a thad, I'm like, oh, uh. I'm not sure, you, you know, like, I'm not sure what that experience is going to be like, but thad is knowledgeable. Are you talking about a wild card? I'm talking about like that. So we don't have like a very strict dress code here, right? We are no. pretty like open to letting people be themselves. You have the most relaxed dress code that I've ever experienced yeah. in my life. Yeah. yeah well, I stick to your original dress code. We're all black. <laughs> I have that, a drop cr- crotch pants on right now that I could literally <laughs> hide a Volkswagen Beetle in. Yeah. But I think. I could probably swing in them. Because yeah. we wouldn't hire somebody that didn't have a way to be. Like if they dressed. Um, in, in a poor fashion and then didn't have a personality as well, then you just wouldn't work here. So I think that there's just, uh, there's a lot to be said when you're just being yourself, you're being knowledgeable, you're, you want to be great at hair, you have the best intentions for it. Um, then people, then you have that chance to win people over, you know? So I, absolutely. would you say like maybe if her salon would go out with her and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why not? And boost her up would help too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, because honestly, the other day when like, we were you out, guys we were, know, you know a lot of people. You've been here for 11 years. Yeah. You know, Christina knows just about everybody. Right. You know, she's like the personable little dynamo. Every time you go somewhere, she's flopped. <laughs> like, oh my God, Christina. So she's pretty much like the gateway. And 
it's the first time for me that I've been at a salon where, well, actually first time in a long time since working with Brian, where, yeah, I want to go and hang out with with my coworkers. Right. And, you know, yes, we talk about hair afterwards, but we're still relaxing. We're hanging out. If people see us, they can obviously tell, like, okay, these people are interesting. What do you do? They're doing? special. <laughs> well, you're the creatives. Yeah, How creative are you guys? So people yeah. will come to us, but just the way that you see us talking to each other on here where we're saying oh I like how Matt cuts hair I love how Drea cuts and Brian colors and Thad cuts men's hair like just whatever anybody does that's what we do when we're out yeah so again it's not a bad thing I wonder if like her Maybe the the owners would give her free range of maybe discounting somehow to well, get her pictures, she, her you know her. But is it like? A, I'm, well, that's one of those things I feel like because she's she's got the right idea that she needs to build a portfolio to show off. I even if it's not something that like the owners want to do, like grab some friends, grab some people. Just if there's someone that you think, yeah, like is if like you something know that is you're missing out of the box of what you normally are doing, invite them or like, in. Right, like you know you can do this, and you know that if you look at your portfolio or whatever Instagram, whatever you know what I'm talking about. If you look at it, this is what I'm missing. Like mm-hmm. I'm missing a blonde, or I'm missing a men's cut. Go Even just find maybe. that person or use a mannequin yeah. and do your best work just to fill those gaps for yourself until you start getting the people that will just fill that for you. Even yeah. if it's just like, yeah, like going to the beauty supply store, grabbing some stuff your and, you know, Instagram page and get your it. cousin's girlfriend's dog walker <laughs> and then on the just- weekend. <laughs> But to go back to what she had said, how she feels like people only look at her and see that she would do sew-ins or natural hair. To me, that's not a bad thing because Mm -hmm. those are specialized fields that, yeah. Good money. Really good money. Right. And a loyal following. Really loyal. They're not going to bounce around like, where are you going? Because I'm going with you. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. And again, you have to be really knowledgeable to do that kind of hair. So to me, I wouldn't say that that's a bad thing. It's just... Most of the time, look at the times that we live in. It's not like people have been living in a cave and there's only one type. Like there's just, you know, straight hair. There's just curly hair. There's just whatever. Nowadays, you have these biracial and multiracial families. So when somebody comes in and says, oh, I want you to do my daughter's hair, I'm not going to assume that their daughter is going to look exactly like them. You don't know. So you do have to be, you know knowledgeable and experienced or at least willing to try all of those different kinds of styles. So the fact that she is going in and and moving to a new salon and trying to broaden her horizons, I'm like, do what you do, but then let them know like, hey, I do more. So if you know anybody else, refer them in. And she was saying that she's willing to do discounts and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So by all means, if that's what's gonna work for you, right. okay it with your manager first or your boss, but just keep doing what you're good at. Cool. That's how I feel about it. Good deal. All right, I think we... Is she satisfied? <laughs> She's still on, Christina? Oh, no, yes, she is. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, which I just figured it out. That is actually say la vie. Yes. Uh, okay. yeah. it's, it's Took me a minute. <laughs> Slow on the uptake. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we have another one, right? Uh, yep. Did, 
Okay. I think it's just one more, but it kind of is the same. Hi, I'm a stylist also, and I like to be versatile with the type of hair that I do. How do you get over that line to do different races? It seems like it's so hard to get that clientele for me. So, I mean, so yeah, it's going to be some work similar. on your part, honestly. I think with that, it's you're going to need to start to build your own reputation. Pictures, pictures, pictures. Like if you're worried about people looking at you and assuming you can't do something based on whatever, then you might need to start your own yeah. buzz. I think it that. goes back to the Instagram thing or the yeah. the portfolio thing. Yeah. Figure out. Yeah. Volunteer some of your time to create those gaps that you were talking about in your Instagram and then you'll have a full portfolio of everything you do and that's the way people are searching for salons now. They're well, and I even do that now with my own Instagram. Like to, if I have a new client and, well, I really want this and they're like really nervous because they don't know me or they didn't find us through social media. They just like happened upon the salon and, well, I don't know and I'm trying to explain like, don't worry, I, I, I get balayage like, pretty well <laughs> and they're like oh I don't know like I've had some really bad all right here this yeah. is all my work yeah this is this yeah. pick one let's go <laughs> yeah, yeah. so it's good to have the men's and women's short hair yeah do we feel good about that answer yeah yeah cool sweet okay so a lot of more fun a lot of more so oh, much more <laughs> this is the problem with doing this show at the end <laughs> so of the day <laughs> I, I have nothing left in my brain we have a lot more to do we have games to play uh free pong is back there the wheel is back with the new logo on it thankfully um and oh. your questions so those of you guys that are watching live if you would like to um post a question we will answer there it live there are a few, there are a few. Hello. Yeah. so we'll do those questions first and then we'll do a few of the uh pre-planned okay christina um yeah it's camp up oh, there you go there i am Matt's went down, but we're good. <laughs> Sorry, they all started going down. I was so much sorry. to do at once. <laughs> um, all right. How about uh, James Orr? He said he's listening while driving. You guys are awesome. What do you like? Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> what do you like to use? Watch or out. What are your thoughts on base breaking? Uh, okay. Oh. <sighs> I got, you got to ask Danielle about this one because mm. having worked exclusively with Paul Mitchell since my birth as a hairdresser, <laughs> there's never been any kind of like technical base break. So it's only ever happened accidentally when I didn't want it to by mistake and ended terribly. Hot roots. So it's like when I'm trying to tone a blonde and I like accidentally use 10 volume and then, oh, well, the blonde looks gorgeous and now you have orange roots. That sucks. But I know that I actually, when I have had questions about this, have turned to Danielle because she uses the exact same color and has successfully mm -hmm. been doing it. And Danielle, can you, yeah. um, when you have a second, can you grab those? There's two base breakers right up there on that oh. shelf. Oh, I see. It says base um, I can grab them. So I've been, I've been using uh, a couple as well. I've been doing some color videos with Joyco and we actually, oh, jeez, throwing <laughs> Just throwing it at herself. I've been doing a couple of videos uh, with Joyco recently, um, and we had a guest artist come in, and she did some coloring as well, and she used these base breakers. And I actually, I'd never used a base breaker before, and I really liked the result because I think the thing was I didn't understand 
the purpose of it. But when you have the right client, you have somebody that you're just trying to pop one level and you're trying to do it really fast, these work really well. And the thing I like about it is there's a cool and and a regular. So the fact that it has a cooler, it'll neutralize a bit uh, as it's lifting that one shade. I really like it. So I've tried both of these. I like them. I would love to hear Danielle's thought because I've only used these on videos. Uh, I haven't used them on clients. So not not that you've used these, but the ones that you have used. Well, I've just used uh, Paul Mitchell, the color for okay. that. And just like Brian said, if you're trying to tone out a blonde and she's got a significant amount of root or she's pretty dark and you try to do that, yes, you're going to end up with pretty much copper hair but I've noticed that the times that I've done a back-to-back foil (laughs) and you know just a very heavy weave but I don't want and the person wants it to be a little bit softer not as harsh of a you know high and low in between then I've gone in with either like an NN or I've gone in with a CB and an N okay in order to just give it that little bit of a softer tone to the blonde itself, but also to give it that base break. So like when you do it, let's say this person's like a level six, what are you doing, like a seven? If they're at a level six, then yes, I'm doing about like a seven, sometimes an eight, depending With on where what I want volume, to be. on wet or dry, and when? Always on wet hair, 10 I'm volume. literally learning right now so I can do this tomorrow, <laughs> so we're doing this together. So help me understand this because it doesn't, doesn't completely make sense um, to me. How how long do you leave it on? I watch it, so it'll okay. be any just like any after other you toner. After rinse the foils, after I rinse the foils, okay, and then just do one light shampoo. So so I'll you mix rinse up. the foils, one light shampoo, mm-hmm. then you apply your formula just to the roots on just wet hair. On wet hair, so depending on where that low light or that natural hair is that's where I'm going to be applying to. So whether it's like a half inch, two inches, whatever, I'm applying it wet. I do have a <laughs> yes, question. Yes, I just Mr. need Hare. you to know that when you finish, when you get to this period, I have a question. Okay. So like I said, it's on wet hair. It's at the sink. And usually I'm going anywhere from like 10 to 20 minutes, just like the directions say for oh, yeah. it with the toning. Oh, there's directions. I haven't been doing it. I'm sitting here, well, whatever. You just um, said you got to learn the rules like a pro to break them like a Okay, pro. so my question. That's why we've never tried to break them on that. I don't even know the rules. <laughs> well, I, I found it out by accident, honestly. Now, <laughs> but my it's question. it's only a couple of people, and I do notice that it is easier on level six and up if you're trying to do it from level six and lower. It doesn't exactly work. Uh, so I don't think anyone should do that. On you. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, like I, I was getting really excited. I know. Well, I was that's be sandy blonde. No, my question. Okay, so that's great. Half inch for the root, whatever. What about my balayage clients that I've let some of their natural grow down into the hair? Because I don't want to be toning that blonde with like a level seven. Because I'm not. Well, that's why that's I was what saying I'm doing. the times that I've done it are with a back to back heavy weave. So you're not base breaking anything that's beyond that. Like once it gets. Past half an inch. My beard just got caught in the microphone. I thought it was your key. Oh. <laughs> Once you're, so no, like, I missed like, that. So you had like a static <laughs> ripped, It ripped it out. I hope it was the gray one, whatever. So we're not base breaking <laughs> balayage lowlights. Natural balayage lowlights. Not like, that I have done successfully, no. Okay. Scott Tanner is saying that he, um, he never does base break on hair darker than a level eight. 
but that's just him. I would agree. That's an absolute guaranteed success. He (laughs) uses um, Aveda color, but he breaks with equal parts 10N blue shampoo and 30 volume, five to 10 minutes wet. Okay. Okay. So I just wanted to... So, and those of you guys, I've seen some people chatting on Facebook. Um, Appreciate all the chatting, but we're going to stick... So if you guys want to ask a question, go to YouTube, which is... Christina's screening them. Yeah, go to fseyoutube.com and you can chat with us there. Uh, And Christina's looking at the questions. So it's hard for us to follow multiple chat rooms, but we want to provide this everywhere for people to watch. So, um, all right, cool. That's cool. I learned something. That was a good question. Haircutting question. Okay. Um, Briggs, who is from Jersey... Um, and by the way, we have Mexico. We have all our, like different states. Anyone um, in England? Not, not that I know. Uh, Mexico, friends. Malaysia. Oh. Um, no, I, like I saw there. Texas, Jersey. Um, Malaysia. That's yeah. fun. I know. So Briggs, who's from Jersey, um, when cutting layers on fine, lower density hair, would you start your guide at 180 straight up? Or would you, in order to maintain more weight, start your guide lower? Thank you in advance. Okay. So cutting These are kind of questions. These are, because you have to. Daniel, isn't that what you really did on my hair? Pretty much. When cutting layers on fine, lower density hair, would you start your guide at 180 degrees straight up? Or would you, in order to maintain more weight, start your guide lower? It's Briggs, right? Mm -hmm. You said. So here's the thing. This This is exactly... Your question is exactly why I love making haircutting videos because there's there's a thing that's taught in school where people tell you that if it's this type of hair, you hold the hair here when you're trying to do this. It's like literally three steps and that's your haircut. And the reality of cutting hair, I can't give you an answer to that question because even if it's low density, is it wavy? Is it really curly? Um, Is it poker straight? Now, when you hold that at 180 degrees, it does a completely different thing. Um, Also, uh, if it's super fine and you want layers, what does your guest want? Do they want um, a really shattered bottom? Because... um, (laughs) (laughs) Because, um, think about, if you hold very fine, like thin hair, straight hair, straight up in the air and you cut it, it's going to load that bulk into the bottom. It's going to lighten up the, the the top, right? But it's going to make it harder for your guests. If they, it depends on the shape of their head. It's going to make it harder for the guests when that hair falls down for them to get volume in it because you've now taken it. Unless you take it really short, so it depends on the layer length. So there's like, what I'm trying to say is there's a hundred different things that go into that question that make it hard to answer because haircutting is deeper than that. Yeah, I've actually, uh, for some of my low density, uh, longer hair clients that do want some movement, want some body. Yeah. I'll actually take texturizing, uh, shears and go in like between like medium to medium long and put, uh, layers in that way. So they're still getting like the length of like the overall haircut, but they're getting some, uh, texture that is layered. Okay. So that way they, so see, so what I like about that is that you did add in the fact that of how long the layers were going to be right. So that kind of helps paint the picture of that guest didn't mind having a little bit longer layers, but you were just trying to take some. Exactly. And it it still maintains like the perimeter. So it doesn't look straggly. Yeah. But it it allows them to have like some kicks and some twists and to maintain, like get somebody to remove some of the weight so that that way 
Yeah. I mean, it's not going to give them like huge, uh, crazy Victoria's Secret blowout, but it's going to give them more than what they already had. Right. So uh, it, the the key thing is wherever you pull hair to is going to put hair in the opposite, complete opposite direction. So if I pull it straight up, it's going to push all that weight to the bottom. So it just depends on where you want the weight to be um, for that guest. So I'm hoping that, you know, as we continue to make videos, these kind of situations will happen. So I've been happy to do a lot more live models uh, lately because that's the kind of situations that happen, uh, the more salon reality things. But it's really about focusing not only on density, but length, the formation of the hair, um, where you want that weight to fall. And it's not just about layers and um working with fine hair. You got you really have to dig in to figure out what's going to be best. Why is everyone looking at me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you always got something to say. When, when, when everybody else is speechless, we look to you. Yes. Uh-huh. You're the filler Fill guy. You're, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm the filler queen. <laughs> um, David Troy was wondering, uh, why is Paul Mitchell discontinuing XG Shine or is it just in Texas? And do you like XG Shines? Any thoughts from anyone? Does anybody know if they're actually discontinuing that? Yeah, they are. They are. Yeah, I was oh. going to say, I feel like that's not the first I've heard. I know. I was like, so. I think they are in PA too. It looks like yeah. it on the shelf. Um, I, I can either confirm nor deny that. Well, I feel like XG Shine was just sort of to bridge that gap in America while they were perfecting the Color XG. Mm. And now that they've got the Demi and the Color XG... Like it just sort of has lost its purpose. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's alone in this world. And just so you guys know, this is completely our yeah, I'm not, guess. It's not. But it, I mean, it makes sense. But it does, yeah. Now that Color XG everything is out. that's out there. Mickey Bullock is saying it's discontinued too and he's in DC. Yeah, so. it's definitely discontinued, but I don't really know why. Mm-hmm. And and I think that, and Color XG we're now using. I here. think Jason's probably right. He said out of all the lines he uses, that one's the least with PM, like with the Paul Mitchell, the shines and the demo. And that's yeah, probably it, it too. didn't serve yeah. any purpose. Didn't, yeah. Like we, I, it didn't have the translucency that I wanted from PM Shine or quite the opacity that I needed from the permanent line. It was just sort of like a Band-Aid until... Right. Yeah, I think the only color that we yeah. kept around for a while was like the five VR for somebody because they really like. Yeah, that. but My now the, the VR. But now the yeah. In XG is like yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. ridiculous better so. That <laughs> veto. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. 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 So, <laughs> well, I'm also guessing that with the color XG, it's just kind of like the color where you have your semi demi and permanent. Yeah. Capabilities, so you can yeah. kind of make whatever you want. Yeah. Agreed. Wait, I did see one question from Facebook. I, are Thad and Drea siblings? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Drea Boland and yes. Thad Boland. Yes. And so are Danielle. That was and I. from Leslie. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, we are. Yes. Matt only hires siblings, hence us and them. Yeah. Nepotism is deep here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Mrs. Stylist Shannon, what is your take on commission stylist having to pay a shop charge for color, shampoo, and cuts? My salon charges me anywhere from $5 to $10 per client who comes off my commission. Whoa. That's wow. A Don't get any per ideas. Client? Wow. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So <laughs> obviously it needs to be there, but you can scalped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gouged. I mean, so when we first bought the salon, Chris, we 
Oh yeah, I didn't realize that, Thad. Good job. We did have a um, a full chart, like we just had a percentage that came off the top, right? Um, but not out of your. It wasn't out of the commission. It was off the top. It of was the off service. the top of the services you brought in. Yeah. It was like ten percent, I think. Yeah. Off of the top. Yeah. Total. Yep. So yeah. So and if then, you did a haircut, it was a it was five dollar charge. Now we don't do that. We haven't done that in a long time. Now it's just color, right? So now just it's color. any color service. And it's 5%. It's 5%. And that's just for color services. Not, you know, not off of the haircut or anything else or shampoo or... I, I honestly don't... So there's certain things that... It's a hell of a bump on the paycheck. Yeah. That's a lot. 5 to $10 per client? Yeah, my yeah. old place. Well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we still do just the 5% on total color services for that pay period. Like, it's not each client. Like, I'm also going to say, though, if somebody's opening up a salon, I don't recommend doing 5%. I think think 10% off of color services off the top is um is more realistic there's certain things that it's kind of made it difficult because i love doing business programs but there are certain things that we do here um for other reasons uh yes i mean once you've established yourself and you're profiting and your stylists that you have are bringing in more money then you reevaluate. Yeah, so I don't want everybody running out yeah. there to their owners and being and like, saying, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah, salon gratitude. But five man. to ten dollars per class—that's kind of that's a lot. Yeah, that's, that's a, lot. a lot. I think I think ten percent off color services makes sense from a financial standpoint. You get your money back for the color that you bought, and then you know I I think that that's fair. Um, but yeah, because like she's saying, she said, "I feel as though I might as well pay for my own product," and she's kind of right because you yeah. at that point, yeah. She gets charged three dollars for shampoo. Okay, per what? person. What? Per, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I would go find somewhere else. How the hell my shampoo? Or are you start using a lot every more client <laughs> nine dollars for color. Yeah. Jeez. Nice. That just encourages like stylists well, to like nine dollars. Nine dollars for color. It depends on the service, but well, yeah. See, that's not like a percentage though. So if they do a if they do a retouch, right. is it the nine dollars? Yeah, if you're doing like a, a glaze on an old highlight versus a full head of highlights. Yeah, that whole oh, it averages out at the end of the year. No, no. yeah, that's rude. <laughs> <laughs> Time to go look up Sola. So yeah, but then you're gonna realize when you start buying your own stuff that it's really expensive. So Colorbowl Chemist is on. Cool. Remember? Yeah. yeah. So she said, hi guys, I own a salon and lease my space. We have outgrown it in a year. Congrats. Uh, that's awesome. Still have two years left on the lease using this time to plan our move. What did down. you learn from your move that you can share? <laughs> <laughs> what did we learn from this move? Townships are a pain in the... Oh. Um, yeah, but we knew that. I would say, give, I mean, give it yourself took... Way, oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. Oh, give yourself way more time, like, with the township than you think. Yeah. Don't tell people yeah. until <laughs> the township signs <laughs> off. Yeah. I got so sick and tired. Well, I don't... I thought you... So... Luck. Yeah. My... I, I would say stay close to where you are, and yeah. if it's in the same township, that's great. We had... Our town is small, but the townships are divided by the outside township and the inside borough, which is not very big. And we were on Main Street in the borough. But yeah, I guess that would be one of them. Know that like all of that paperwork takes a lot of time and adjust to that and know that. And there's nothing you can do to speed that along. That's just like when they choose to do it. And also realize that you're probably going to go in with the information that they gave you for what you need 
and be told that you missed a step that they didn't even tell you about. Yeah. Like sometimes that stuff happens. So prepare for that. And um, also with state board, maybe give them a holler once you get the papers and things that this is what's going on because they don't really give you a window either of kind of a time frame. Um, and I would say another thing, make sure that you don't go overboard when you expand. So like we expanded into this place, but we only did it because we knew we were already overflowing from the other place and we knew exactly what we could take on and we took on a big space, but because we had free salon education and, um, if we were just a salon, we wouldn't have moved into this place. And also don't go overboard with how much you spend on expanding, like so that you don't have to hire eight people right away to fill chairs. So then all of a sudden now you have personalities that you don't want in your business. And I think the best way to do it is to grow very slow. So make sure that your current salon can pretty much can handle the new salon first. Even if you have to work people in shifts, um, I think that that's a better route than to, to take on something and have to hire just to get bodies. In the place. Yeah, don't um, hire people to get busy because you'll end up losing money and yeah. if you want to pay people. <laughs> yeah. For you. yeah. Just be aware that no matter how many times you tell people where you're going, you're going to need somebody to give directions on the phone and stay with them until they get to the new location. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, financially, I'm guessing that she has all of that in order because that's a whole other conversation. But, um, yeah, you know, if I'm she's sure. ready to move, I would think that's good for them. Good luck. Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. Congratulations. Congrats. All right. Um, where are we at? Should we do one more question? This has been a pretty good show. Yeah. A lot of information. Lot, and everyone's yeah. talking about it and helping other people out, giving like their opinion. In the chat? Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. So, I did have one question earlier, and, and it's actually in one of those, but I don't know which one it is, Chris. It's about a Dyson blow dryer, and I wanted to talk oh, about okay. this because- Did you get yours? Yeah. So, Finally. Di- so somebody wrote, um, they asked me about Dyson, and they said- Uh, I haven't seen you using your Dyson lately on videos, but I know that you had one. Um, What do you think of it now? So now that we're at this point, (laughs) I haven't had my Dyson blow dryer because it stopped working. Like it just completely stopped working. Um, We did use it in the sun. Me and Drea also shared it for quite a while. So it got double work. Um, but Drea found out how we should be cleaning them. Well, yes. I was going to say, so, from, so that's the most important in thing. In the time frame from when I called Dyson's uh, support system and when I bought my Dyson hairdryer for home, I read the manual and they changed the cleaning instructions for professionals. For, for professionals and in general. So uh, there is a new cleaning method that we are going to be doing with the. The with dry, the new one, with the new one, because uh, I got an earful just from took a wet uh, towel to mine today because it stopped working mid blow dryer. That's like, not how you do it. <gasps> it no, started listen, working again. Drea got the scoop. On I, how it. I got the scoop when from it. When it stops working mid blow dry, guess who doesn't have time for? Oh my god, it's yeah. ridiculous. There's a YouTube video and everything from Dyson um, about how you need a soft bristle toothbrush. But just so you know, that well, didn't maybe actually they should supply happen. That. Just in case I have to replace mine. <laughs> Thad, you don't get what? everything handed to you. Well, well so, if it's a four hundred dollar blow dryer, maybe they should give Thad you the supplies does. to uh, no. clean their. So you need blow a soft dryer. a soft bristle toothbrush, rubbing alcohol, to, and if you're using it in a professional setting, you need to be cleaning this every single day. 
Whereas, oh, I don't even clean my teeth every day. <laughs> oh, lies. Please don't well, actually does, say that out loud. Why does this, I knew I could smell something over here. Why does this four hundred dollar uh, blow dryer require so much maintenance? Yeah, but at the same time, at the same time my four hundred dollar service, I don't go home and wash their hair for them. So, like, you invested the money. Now you got to take care of it. True. So, but here's the thing. Here's what I love. Drea calls them. Um, Someone pays a bunch of money. They we there's a warranty on the Dyson blow dryer. So mine's completely shot. Doesn't work. Th- thought it was done. Thought I was over it. They this was a week ago. Yeah. You talked to them, and a week later today, I get this in the mail. And here's the thing. I thought this was like a box. With like you know, Apple gives you like this box. Like Crap for your box. for your new phone because it's just like another one that somebody returned, right? This is like, oh, like legit, like wow. and new. that's the professional one. No, it's the white one. There's oh. the picture. No, because Sorry, I, I like spec- the white one. Excited. No, because I was specific on there because I knew Matt liked the white one. I do like the white one. Uh-huh. I like the novel. but check it out. It's like they that's just like, sent. That's brand new. Yeah. So, hey. Dre got results. I did. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm pretty good at it. So those of you guys that are wondering, I loved the Dyson blow dryer. It stopped working, but it's back. I still love it. It's very mine. exciting. And I've I've cleaned it every single day with a toothbrush and alcohol. <laughs> so if it stops working, I'm on record. <laughs> yeah. No. He would like a new one. Now, okay. how do you feel the comparison between that and the handless uh, palmetto dryer? Well, actually, so. Ugh. Oh, the grip. <laughs> Here's the thing. I like the grip a lot. I like I've it a only lot well. ever held a blow dryer by the handle. Really? That's just how I've always okay. blown dry hair. So I hate using that one because I don't know what to do. I look like such a yeah. But dummy. Where's, the, where's the actual difference between that and like I mean like I know that the it's a hand is like different. There's like, a handle, but it's a handle and you're using it like this. I go grip, this way and it like comes this. out this way. I was gonna okay. say before the freestyle system, I would hold the blow dryer that way. Yeah, so I honestly think um, I like the grip blow dryer because I hold a blow dryer in uh, by the nozzle. Yeah. Um, but I like the Dyson too because it, it has that same kind of feel and it's short. So because like speed wise, like I feel like uh, on I have a couple clients that just have like a ton of hair, and I feel like they're roughly the same as far as uh, the timing. I would. I mean, I would say here's the thing. I, I've never gone on record saying that this blow dryer dries hair so much faster oh, see, than another oh, do. You do? Oh, I, I, definitely, I definitely think it does blow dry f- hair faster, but I think that the grip is probably comparable. I love how light it is, though. I was going to say, I can yes. power dry my hair in seven minutes. I timed it one day. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 Okay. It's definitely, it's helped me out of some jams. This okay. year. Like today was a perfect, my first client was late, so I was so late all day, but I still finished like almost completely on time by the end of my day because that thing just helps rock a blow dry. Okay. Yeah, say, the only between- time that I've gotten to use it was on Brian last week with his haircut and we blew it out and oh my God, it does give like that extra power yeah. and a nice shine yep. to the hair. And I have the grip too. Don't get me wrong. I love that. Like um, Donna Mizell from Paul Mitchell learned to blow dry from her. She is amazing. And she always had that truck and trailer. Yeah. So I'm yeah, used to working with the too. nozzle. Right. I was going to say, so, Dominique, when I blow dry her with other blow dryers, it was a solid 45 minutes to an hour blow dry. Dyson, 30 minutes. Yeah, get this, out, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Boom. She's got, well, yeah. I would say this. I like get, that, I that was her and Danielle's chair to have her. That sealed the deal for me. Tackle as far as texture. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, w- I would say the same for uh, Christine. And, um, 
yeah, she's another grip, one. God. Yeah, but the grip does the same. So like, I was wondering, okay. like, as far as like, like what you've like taken note because I know you've also used both of them a lot. I like the price of the grip. Yeah, that's for sure. The grip yes. just makes me want. Like, you can a buy four sandwich. grips for the uh, <laughs> the amount of a uh, and still have a Dyson. to go out uh, to dinner. Yeah, definitely. So. For four hundred dollars, you're not buying a blow dryer that's gonna. I mean, I think it's, it's three fifty now. It's three fifty now. Three fifty it? now. It's not gonna change um, your life that much, I don't think, as compared to another professional dryer. But I like it. I, I like the way it looks. I like the way it feels. I, I love it a lot. I like yeah. new technology. I so, like the conversations. That yeah, it the conversations good. Mm-hmm. It actually brings up conversation about blow dryers that never happens. Uh, and, and it, really, it, any other way, honestly, the grip does because it's different looking. But I like this because I have so many people that ask me, like, "Well, is it worth it?" Yeah, mm. and I know whether or not it would be for them because I know like what kind of hair they have, how much they blow dry their hair, which then opens the conversation to no, like you would never benefit from this. But I do think you should be using a good blow dryer. Blah 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 blah. Here's X Y Z. Well, it's funny because I had a guest who. Um, he was going to buy one for his wife. And I said, well, how much time does your wife spend on her hair? And then he realized he didn't have a wife. <laughs> no. And he goes, five to 10 minutes blow drying oh. it. And I was like, no. Like, unless you're spending like more than 15 minutes, like I don't think it's worth it. He goes, my daughter spends an hour blow drying her Ooh, hair. She gets a good one. Yep. So she got the blow dryer for Christmas. And he got divorced. <laughs> I was going to say, how did that turn out? Uh, no, and it turned out fine, but um, she's going to college this year, and I'm like, you better make sure that her roommate does not steal this. Yes. <laughs> she better get a lockbox Liam for that. Liam Nelson might be called if uh, that blow dryer gets stolen. Crystal's saying the twin turbo. I totally agree with that, too. I um, Twin turbo is comparable like to the Ergo. Oh, yeah. I like the Twin Turbo. It's like a rocket, dryer. but it's super loud. It's so loud. It's it's a it's definitely the best I think professional dryer out there. Um, but it's very loud yeah, I, and it's I, heavy, so it's not like it's not really new technology. It's just technology that works really well. So, all right, one more question. Uh, one more question. We had, I guess, this was off Instagram. Uh, yes. Jordan Cox hair. What do you Aww. think is the next big thing in social media? And what can we as stylists do to stay ahead of the social media game? So I honestly, uh, Jordan Cox is such a cool guy. I, I really, I think the new thing in social media is not even new, but I think it's, it's the ever evolving thing of social media. So I think what a lot of people aren't focusing on is video, um, on Instagram and Facebook, but Facebook video is like, like no one's focusing on it at all uh, that except for people that are really like, uh, have a lot of followers and stuff on social. They're posting on Facebook a lot, but Facebook's creating a whole program just like YouTube, um, where they have creators. Like I've already signed up for the creator program. I post uh, videos on there all the time. I make it just as much a priority to post on Facebook as I do on YouTube. And the reason for that is I grew and, and I know some of you guys I was talking about as it was happening. I started in June, I think. And within like four weeks, I grew my Facebook fan page from 5,000 people to like 110,000 people just from posting videos. I was getting 10 million views a week. Wow. On, uh, on Facebook. Congratulations. So you're the I next think big if thing you in stay plugged media. in. Well, that goes with then staying plugged in with how they're doing their, um, who's seeing your stuff. Yeah. 
because you can find that out too and then this way you know when when all that's going on the, how to oh, cater sorry. so the video so video on facebook i think is a big deal but also like a lot of people waste their time i think on certain things like they're they're posting constantly in facebook groups and stuff and i think facebook groups had its time but i don't think that it's necessarily like the thing to to do and it just I, I get so annoyed when i see facebook groups going through my feed anymore so i think uh facebook's going to be catering more they're creating tv like stations um the creators will probably eventually get paid for creating content i i don't really know but um i think facebook right now everybody that wants to start creating and educating should start doing it on facebook and because i think that that's going to be the next thing that's going to get you a lot of people following you on instagram i did you the same thing here. instagram i stopped posting photos and i started posting one minute videos of education breaking up my long format videos making them one minute and i grew that to eighty six thousand people or whatever what? now so personal branding so, basically it's just looking at a platform and whatever their new thing is the new it's like our son Hayden, he's so psyched for tomorrow because this video game he has is coming out with this new function thing, right? So like- Yeah, hang out with kids. Everyone's gonna jump on that thing. When Instagram comes out with their new, if they allow you to now do, instead of 15 second video, one minute video, start making one minute videos, like whatever, because the platforms have the control, right? So they allow people to be seen um, based on, you know, analytics and all that stuff, right? So. If I use something that's old that they've had forever, like posting a photo, right? They're not gonna show it to anybody. But if I post a video and they want people to see videos because they're trying to grow a video content. company, mm-hmm. then they're gonna post my content to more people than they are if I post a photo. So that's, that's kind of like paying attention to all that, how they're using things. Yep. But I do think if you do have hang out with children and they are into video gaming, you do kind of find out a lot of like how strategic they are with how they're putting things out, letting, giving you a taste of it, yeah, taking it away, putting it back out. Like I think that I'm, I'm it's like fishing. serious. Yeah, it is. It really is. <laughs> no, I agree. Like there's a little boy that I cut his hair, and he's obsessed with this YouTube channel where it's just this little boy that they video him playing with toys and other kids are yeah. just watching oh, yeah. this. It's one of the biggest channels. He's one, of, yeah. Yeah. He's one of the top, top 10 yep. most paid people. Yeah. I think he's like four or something, isn't he? He's like he? the fourth, mm-hmm. yeah. It's and gross. he's literally like so He's small. the yeah. toy um, reviewer. He just opens yeah. toys. And yeah. plays. I want to do that. Yeah, this yeah. kid. I love toys. Every time that he comes <laughs> in, whether it's I'm cutting his hair or I'm cutting his grandmother's or mother's hair, He's got his iPad and he's watching this thing and he's like, oh, can I have this? And it's like, oh, God. Huh. Yeah. You don't even have to go to the store for the kid to be bugging you. Yeah. So, yes, definitely ask the kids. Unless it's one of those stupid challenges, like the stupid Tide Pod thing. Yeah. Then don't We're pay attention to it. We're going to start doing that. What is the Tide Pod thing? I don't get it. It's just Poison. dumb. Should we add that dumb to the game show? Right? No. <laughs> Somebody, oh, Briggs was asking like what we roulette. did with our used mannequins. And I just want someone to go show them our Game of Thrones oh, I head, wall. Our, yeah. our wall of heads. I have <laughs> we'll get a really good picture. Yeah, we'll this get week. a good picture yeah. of, yeah. and we'll sh- we'll share it. No, before you. we moved, I threw out a bunch of them. <laughs> I have to come and up with a remote camera. Oh, you like threw camera. them away. I did. He was wondering if we threw them away with a well, lot of hair well, still. No, on no, 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 no. no. But here's no, the funny no, no, thing: no, 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 no. is I threw them in the trash, no, 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 like the trash. They hardly have any hair on them. Hayden, Hayden likes to cut them too, so they like. 
No, like I'm talking about. I threw out the destroyed ones, like the yeah. done. Like some of them had melted hair off. Um, but we uh, use them up. We use them up. We really do. Where's the um, drone? But the I, drone. Uh, yeah, we should. I put them in the trash right before trash day. And we took the trash out the night before, and then the next morning we'd come in before trash would be picked up. But uh, all the mannequin heads were gone. So people love those things. People it's like so them. weird to watch. So it's really funny because you would see people dig through our trash cans to take out the mannequin heads. I heard that people put them in their car, like so they can do the yeah. the HOV lane. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've done that. Yep, you've done that. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten pulled over oh. because they were all in the car. I was gonna say when I lived in um, Frederick, when the temple would get rid of mannequin heads. Uh, there was somebody who had a fence and at Halloween he put the mannequin heads on the fence as Halloween decorations. They are creepy. Yeah. Well, I've yeah. done that. I have like a cemetery in front of the house at Halloween so yes, I put red hair color all over it and oh. put tape over the mouth and throw it in there. Well, I have some more, some more for you. I it's put really one in bed like... next to me at night so that I don't suffer from <laughs> desperate loneliness. I took oh, off okay. down the street and my trunk was still open and Hayden's like, Mom! Some just went flying, and like there were a bunch of those heads just flying. Whoops! Oh, there, there's many, many hairdresser stories. Christina wanted people to slow down on our street. Oh my god! She put one out in the middle of the street. I did. Slowed everyone down. Slow the hell down. We were videotaping them. It was hilarious. Like just to try to see what it was. Their heads turned like literally all the way around. They would get so mad when they figured out what it was. They'd peel away. What you need to do is sling them out. Brian, your mom, your mom says hi. Ew. She's watching. My <laughs> mom says hi. Oh. Okay. Hi. All right. Hi, so mom. we've got, we're going to pick somebody to spin the wheel. Yes. The wheel has some wonderful prizes on it. We have Olaplex. We have free salon education. We'll give you some cool combs and stuff. Um, MinervaBeauty.com, of course. Uh, Donald Scott Carving Comb, Ergo Brushes. Mizutani scissors. We've given away already one this year. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> I accept bribes. Who is, is there anybody else? I, oh, Sunlight's Balayage. The Bali Box 2.0 is on there as well if you're looking for some Balayage Lightener. So, I think to get out of the way of the wheel, I should probably spin it. No. <laughs> that might actually make it. sense. She's not letting yeah. no. no, it's mine. Boss man said it makes sense. Matt. I know, I'm sorry, but it's like right there. I don't even have to unplug. Do you want to throw the ball? No. Dre is so mad. She just lost her job. <laughs> that was, uh, that was sorry, my Dre. one thing. Wait, who who's spinning? Me. We're going to get you more things, Dre. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so. Who am I spinning oh for? Oh, my gosh. As I'm spinning the wheel this night. Um, me, Brian Hare, not Drea Boland, spinning the wheel. For we'll see how lucky you splitting are. Splitting hairs. Hold on. Go ahead. Keep talking. I know where I have to place it next week. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, because it was covering like, the barber. I'll tell you where to place it. It was covering my cool barber pole. <laughs> So Sweet. I had to move it. Um, can, I'm just saying, I got, had to sit at the color bar when I was. Oh, I was back table. in the day. Move on. It's season three. Okay, who yeah, we got? Sit there with you once. <laughs> I know. How about well, let's. How about um, say lovey. How about her? She, yes. you know, she okay. contacted Danielle and she's. Cool. I want to hear now. I want to hear that bewitch song, "Say La Vie." Remember that? <laughs> oh yeah! All right, "Say La Vie." Here we go. We are spinning the wheel. Give it a spin. I'm glad I finally figured out your handle. Look at Sorry that. about that. Look at that new wheel, new logo. What's it gonna be? <laughs> Say la vie. Ergo brushes. All right. 
Oh, there yeah. go. Oh, and there it goes. Whoa. No, no fade out. <laughs> Very abrupt. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> All right. And that's it. No more excitement. <laughs> yeah, nice soft fade. That's that's that in a nutshell. It's like whoosh. And we're done. Are we ready? Okay, bye guys. And that's okay. Enough. Now you know what? We got to throw the ping pong balls. Okay. Who's gonna throw? So you have a choice between Danielle, Brian, Drea. Danielle, Brian, or Drea. How about Briggs from Jersey? Oh, yeah, Briggs from Jersey. Briggs from Jersey. Okay, so here's the deal. He can pick. He can pick anyone to throw the balls. Yes. Okay. Cool. So he can pick anyone, and he'll win some free. Cool. He's gonna win a T-shirt. A T-shirt. Swag. Yeah. Some swag. A free mm-hmm. salon education T-shirt. Okay, so. Still on. He's got to pick. Thad, why don't you get some music going here? I know. Josie's like, the abruptness made my inner sound engineer cry. (laughs) Does she want a job? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Matt, you're throwing the balls. I mean, no, I can't throw the balls. Oh, Matt can't. It used to be because you had to do music, but you're not doing music now. Oh. So technically you can. Oh, he can. He can. Okay. I thought it was because you had to control something. Oh, come on. Not anymore. Nope. You gave that job to Thad that he's not going to have next he week. He said, can you I please pick Matt? Can you please give him that same music that I had last time? <laughs> just, so, just so you know, I didn't practice, though. Oh, right. None of us did. Drea did. Oh. I was bored. There he goes. There's that music, yes. Turn it up, Thad. <laughs> yeah, get rid of the cool music. Just do that weird farty walking music. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. All right, here we go. Yep, sink the balls. Mm. Oh, he's, he's going oh, fast, come Matt. On, yeah, come on. Let's, let's, go, let's slow down. You have Focus to arch a little bit. the ball. Stretch this out. Ah, do it lovingly. There's only four. I think we need to find a new game because we're all terrible at this. Well, I at least got it. I got it. How many did you get? One, but I got it. You didn't get none. Sorry, Briggs. Yeah, but your episode's not on YouTube. Now people from New Jersey really don't like me. People from New Jersey like you, I see. Well, because he was... (laughs) Jason said so aggressive. He was like... He knocked over the cups, but he didn't get any balls in them. (laughs) (laughs) It's not bowling, He didn't go to... You know, university. I didn't go to college. He went so to hair school, guys. Come <laughs> he, on. He was bowling. I didn't learn that balls. game. <laughs> That's set up in my office all day long, and I don't play it at all. I probably should. I'll practice for next week. I mean, and next time. I also really hate losing. Yeah. I know you're so. so I mad. would be so Thank irritated right now. I'd want to keep going. <laughs> I will literally be practicing all day tomorrow. He just ruined the rest of our. Sorry, night, now we cancel everything. <laughs> Okay, Lisa so said you just never want to be picked again. <laughs> that could be it too. Yeah, that, that could be. No, you yeah. don't like to lose. No, I don't. Um, so we we have a couple new things on the shop. I'm just going to talk about them for one second. This is a new comb. I should have. I think it's the two eight two. Yeah, two eight two, right, Chris? Mm-hmm. The two eight two flat top comb. I actually use this in a in a video. If you guys do, you do clipper over comb much? No. So I really enjoy clipper over comb. Uh, I I would with a sweet paddle Something like like this. So the thing I like about it is really smooth. So I've been using it. It's also the size of the clipper, so it works really well. And unlike some of the other Wyas Park combs that have a ridge on the edge, it gets caught on the clipper. This Mm -hmm. one's flat. Mm. So 
Uh, I really like it. And also, this is a new 254. You have the 232, oh, I think. Oh, cool. Can I see that? So this one's new. It's uh, curved. Barbering comb. So getting in tight. And uh, I know you use Ooh, combs I like that a lot. I, I do. I use this a lot. We have to. So what's. Get it right. Get it tight. The drop down, though, we'll have that fixed by tomorrow. Because what happened is that you put it up with all, shop all, but like on on the phone like oh you can't it find have, them yes so okay uh we'll have it up by tomorrow that's actually something i wrote down this week to get to you get together with you and okay fix yeah sorry you can't find it on there <laughs> <laughs> no if you go it is there though. like if you were on like a desktop you could f- see it if you it hit would, this you could hit the search bar too and you could just put in to yeah. YS Park 282 and it'll right. come up. But um, we also have the Ergo, this new Ergo diamond brush, diamond head brush. I love that um, brush. This oh, yeah. is absolutely my favorite brush yeah. on the planet. Yeah. So um, I love it because I Today like- I was like, is that where that brush went? It's like, it's mine. So yeah, I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, that was actually I was going to say, Christina put- But Christina I love that put, brush and put thank some you for in the drawer and, and they're gone now. Well, I only have one. That was, that's the so conversation I, don't think she I did. had. It was- can we get like five yeah. more? <laughs> Who, whoever put it there, it was mine. Yeah, <laughs> it was mine. Got it. But this but one, a damn good brush. yeah. So this is my favorite brush because I love paddle brushes. But when you're working with shorter to medium hair, a paddle brush is kind of obnoxious. Or bangs. Like you were saying bangs, mm-hmm. guys' hair. This has great tension, but is small. So this is like the best brush on the planet. So it replaced the four thirteen, in my opinion. Yep. Yes. Well, it's just like with all of us, like that use similar products when you go up and it's like, are you done with this? It became that with that brush. It's like, are you finished with this? Remember that I whole, like this. we have a whole drawer full of brushes. There's only one of these in the building right yeah. now. Um, Why? Christina's got the lock and key on the other ones. They're in the other Smart room. Girl. She's got the whole supply. So. Christina, can we get some more? Because so now I ship them to people that buy them and then all of a sudden we're out of things and I get the emails and, and like I'm like, seven <laughs> well, I thought we had five more of these, but no, Matt came in and grabbed stylists. a bunch of combs to go to whatever show and... And then I get the emails. That uh, doesn't happen. Why don't I have a can? <laughs> okay. She added you out. That's fine. I, I deserve it <laughs> most of the time. All right, guys. So that's the show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope the sound was good. I think it was. I'm, I have a good feeling about it. Um, I really enjoyed. It's pleasant. I enjoy this part of the week, uh, getting to hang out with everyone in the chat rooms. Um, if you want to follow us on social media, that would be awesome. Uh, follow Drea. Hair by Dre Day. Brian, hairstyle, Danielle, at the hands downs, and Thad, Thad at gratitude, Thad at gratitude, Thad, so I had to stop and think about that. It's Thad underscore, yeah, Thad underscore at underscore gratitude. gratitude, and then also wait, um, you have an at in your handle? Yes, Is it's at Thad at gratitude. It's at Thad underscore at. Otherwise, it'd be fat. I never realized he he doesn't have an at sign. It's the word at. Oh, the word at. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Stop being such a millennial. I'm older than you. (laughs) That's not what a millennial would do. A millennial would be like. I'm not a very good millennial, so. (laughs) Okay. I'm not good at being a millennial. (laughs) And follow us everything at freesaloneducation.com. Enjoy your week. We have a lot of videos coming out. We filmed a lot of style videos this week, so I hope you guys enjoy them. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, so post your comments below. Love to hear what you think of the show. We'll see you on the next one.